I didn't. I do like. Oh no. shit! Okay, we're going. We're going. I don't give a fuck if you keep talking. Hey, welcome to the Publication Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. Oh, is that what we're doing? We're recording a podcast. I can't keep up with your guys' schedules anymore. Wait, let me. I'm, like, let me, I'm cool. let me hit this. Let me hit this intro. Intro real quick. Go ahead. Hey. Welcome to the Movication Podcast, the only podcast that really doesn't give a shit about the Squid Game or whatever it is, because, yeah. We're not oh, here. hey. That's the new Squidward show, right? I like Squidward it. Has I like it so far. I haven't watched it, and I don't give a shit. Dude. Every time the, I hear about it. For the it first week. terrible. And for then, the like, first, everybody always talks about it, and it just makes me want to watch it less. For the, for the first week, people were talking about it. I thought they were talking about the, the Nintendo game Splatoon. Oh, Squid Game's awesome. Like, you talking about Splatoon? That, that game's been out heard, for years. I've only heard maybe like one or two people talk about it. So I guess it's, it's all like over the place, dude. At this point. I, haven't, I haven't seen a lot of people about it. My, my feed is nothing but Squid Game memes. Where's your microphone, Cole? Up your ass. It's right here. You just love Cole? Shit to Cole, you look different today. Did you you said that sound hair? like shit? Did you moose your hair? No, he's loud as shit. God, well, yeah, that too. Shit? Hold on. Is that better? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just perfect. turned it down a little, so we're good. Perfect. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Excuse you, sir. Lay off the crack. No, don't tell me what to do. Anyway, yeah, welcome to the Movication Podcast. Um, welcome to last week's episode this week. <laughs> Am I right, boys? Wait. Last week's episode this week, since we didn't record last week like we planned. Well, in our defense, none of us really watched anything because, you know, we lazy. I've, I've been watching stuff, just not the stuff we've been talking about or yeah, the stuff yeah, we've been true. saying to watch. That That's very true. But uh, I'd say we have a good episode for you guys. Um, this is a, I hate to say this, this is a coal-led episode. episode. Is it? As because we let him choose the movies we watched this time around. Wait, so, so today is that we get to finally use the title, which is we let Cole pick the movie to Electric Boogaloo. Exactly, <laughs> the terrible title, the best title, movie, better the year than title. movie of the year, movie of the year title. Yeah, I like my other title, title. I like my other title better. Your title was just a bunch of words thrown together, like on the like, you know how like dear Eddie. You know how, like, yeah, no, no. You know what? Get, get to your little Evan whatever movie. Okay. I told so you we got, we got some movies. You didn't believe me. Yeah, because this this isn't part of our main topic. This okay, is an honorable so, mention for Cole. Yeah, we got some movies. We're gonna talk. We got a bunch of crap we're gonna talk about. I just want I just want to briefly talk about Dear Evan Hansen. So I saw this with a friend last night. I kind of wanted to see it just to because I've listened to the Broadway soundtrack. I. Not all, not all the songs, but I've like heard, you know, I'd heard a good majority of the soundtrack. I liked the songs. I'm like, okay, we'll check this out. And everyone, everyone's telling me the Broadway show's better. Uh, maybe I'll watch it at some point. This movie, the main care. Okay, do you guys know the plot of this? Do you guys nope. know what this? Is? I've never even heard of it. Okay, wait, so wait, I kind of do based <laughs> off the trailer. Some dude off himself or something like that. I don't know. Okay, so it looks like a terrible movie, and I told you it was. And you know what? Okay. So the plot is basically (laughs) uh, this kid Connor Murphy uh, kills himself, but before that, uh, this guy Evan Hansen, his therapist has he's got bad social anxiety. He can't doesn't 
He's not, he doesn't really talk well with others and all this shit. So his therapist has him write letters to himself to help him get better talking and, you know, speaking. Uh, well, he writes a letter to himself and in it, he's talking about Connor's sister who he has a crush on. Connor finds the letter. They, they get in a fight. Connor takes the letter and then he kills himself and his parents find the letter and they get, they get Evan. They're like, Hey, our son left this for you. And, and Evan just ro- rolls with it. He's a lot in the whole movie is him lying to these people. Like, like he's making up lies. Like, oh yeah. Me and Connor, we hung out all the time. We did all this shit. So he's a terrible, he's a terrible person. Like me. <laughs> he, he's a terrible person. <laughs> and like, he was the only character in the movie. I didn't like, I liked the, uh, so the main uh, character is the one you hate. Yeah. I liked Con- Connor's family is awesome. Uh, Evan's uh, friend, cousin, family friend, whatever the hell he is, he's cool. He's funny as shit. Um, the ma- the love interest Zoe, she's fun. Uh, Amy Adams is the mom of the of uh, Connor. She's she's good. Love Amy Adams. She's great. Yeah, See, it's she, funny. She, she was good it, in this, but it's funny yeah. you say all this because literally the like two reviews I've ever read about this movie, other than like word to mouth type things of people going it's not good it's good is literally this character is really good the casting for this character is really good the casting for this character is really good but none of the reviews say if the movie is even worth it they're they talk about the casting and not even the actual movie and that's the the pieces of it are good here's the thing and even (laughs) talking about it's a pizza you put it together it's kind of good (laughs) yeah and see that's the thing i'm still conflicted i don't I liked it, but I also didn't. Like, <clears throat> have you ever heard it, of a movie called uh and I'm sure this movie can't I wait, when did I don't know when Deer I've only ever heard the name. I'm not big into musicals, Broadway, things like that. Uh came there out twenty seventeen. There is a movie with Robin Williams called World's Greatest Dad that literally has the same kind of plot. His okay. son kills himself and everyone um okay, well, let me rephrase that. His son does not kill himself. <laughs> His son accidentally dies from autoerotic asphyxiation asphyxiate yeah whatever that word is okay and and robin williams plays it up as he killed himself and then like it's just really it's it's a dark comedy and like robin it's like one of the last robin williams roles i believe Mm -hmm. and it's just I'll have to look it, into that. It, it's funny, but it's also really sad. And then, like, at the end, it all kind of just falls apart because they kind of real because he finally confesses about what happened. Yeah. And this, then he gets naked and jumps in a pool. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. This movie. See Robin Williams running down the hallway, butt ass naked. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, how's it going? How's it going? Hey, hey, oh. <laughs> Probably threw it up. Mrs. Hello there. <laughs> He's laying in the pool, but, uh, doing his impression of a hot dog. Just but, <laughs> doing the no, like, American flag. <laughs> but no, this movie's like real. This movie's sad at points, and it's. But here's the thing: like, I liked it, and I didn't, and I'm just like, I. It's one of those movies you have to see it for yourself because it's. It, it's it's complicated. It's a very so, a very complicated movie. Let me ask you this, and then we can move on. Okay. Um, and this is a simple yes or no question, and I think I already know the answer. But uh, sorry, I'm mixing up a drink right now. Fireball and cider. Let's go, boys. That's healthy. Um, it is. Um, fireball. Anyway. Uh, 
sponsor us. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, I've only ever seen two musicals that I've like three, one in person, but like the other two were like movie musical adaptations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one was The Greatest Showman. And greatest I, re- mm-hmm. I really liked that one. It was good. Yeah. I've seen Rent. I haven't seen it. I love it. I absolutely love Rent. Um, I'm salty that there isn't a vinyl version of the soundtrack. You think it's one of the biggest cultural phenomenons of all time. One of, not the, but one of. Um, and there's no like vinyl pressing of it. Anyway, um, and I've seen in person the Evil Dead musical. So those are those are what I'm working with here, Cole. So someone, me, me, that's seen those, would you suggest this movie to me? If you want to get more into musicals and you have nothing else to watch, I'd say give it a look. Maybe not. Do you have AMC, like A-list? Yes. I'm guessing you do. If you have nothing to see one week and you want to use one of your free movies to see this, do it. Because, uh, you know. I'm surprised you haven't seen a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Brady? Oh, fuck, I have. I just... I'm very it's, back an, that's an older this musical, is... so I get it. Yeah. No, I, no, 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 no. I, I like... Don't get me wrong. I like the music in it. Mm-hmm. Meatloaf's good in it. Like, And this is going to probably ruin some of my cred as a horror fan, maybe, but... I don't get... like It's boring. Tim Curry's not that good for me it's a good it's a good musical but yeah like, like, like I, tim burton same way for me like people swear by him and i'm like I, he does good stuff yeah but i'm not like gaga over him yeah you know and it's I, like, really, when, I enjoy tim when, burton movies but i get i enjoy them but i get the overhype of them because of some people because yeah, like they, well, they try to like they try to base their life on basically on a, on tim burton movie this is sort of a transition into like stuff we're going to talk about, but like, and, oh yes, very much so. Let me start pouring up the stuff against Cole. <clears throat> but uh, for especially, not so much in like the Marvel DC kind of like nerd culture part, but mm-hmm. like the horror movie culture nerd section of the world, they very much get attached to directors and writers and whatnot and those people can do no wrong whenever they release anything and it's like if you don't like that thing you're ostracized from that community that's how i've always felt like case case in point and it's not for everyone i'm, I'm telling you it's not everyone in the community but there is like some super diehard nerds and shit like that and that's fine that happens in every community but case in point um people really 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 and i know joe's gonna hate me on this one i i can feel it really 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 like hereditary and i have no interest in seeing it like i'll, I'll probably end up watching it this year because uh, i've you haven't seen it yet? a few years oh, okay. no i didn't watch it because like instagram hype and shit like that like i don't buy into that and then like people are like all right well what did you think of midsummer and i'm like well midsummer wasn't good either is that the and one with the bear? We're back. Yeah. yeah. That's basically the Wicker Man, essentially. Um, and Not people, like, f- people like freak out over the fact that like, I don't like Midsummer. I'm like, I, I get the appeal. I, I get like where you can find enjoyment of it. 
And honestly, I'm one to like, I sent that trailer in the group chat the other day from, um, it's called like, not Mystic Pizza, but something along those lines. And it's like a coming of age, like 70s rock movie. We're like, and you guys were like, well, this kind of looks okay. And I'm over here like, I'm fucking excited for this. I I like arts. I like artsy type movies. Don't get me wrong. I think I think it's kind of the way the way things are now as far as like artsy stuff. Like it's not like everyone's trying to make an art house style movies because that's what's what's trending right now. Yeah, but it's not for everybody. They're also cheap to make. Yeah, but but it's not for everyone. Like I I understand Mm -hmm. where like you know you you thought Hereditary was overhyped. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was overhyped. I just didn't. You didn't catch the I even overhyped. I didn't. I overhyped it myself. Like I was like, "Oh, this looks really good." The trailer looked really good, and then I went and saw it, and I was just like, "Man, this really drags," and it kind of just goes nowhere. I, yeah, and I get that it was a it was a slow burn to begin with, but then I feel like once once the sister died, I was like, "Oh, I don't know what to expect for the with this film anymore." Yeah, like right and off that, the bat, you're like, "Yeah," oh, and then like. <laughs> And like I know we've we've talked about it in the past before, but like the fact that they decapitated a little girl, I thought that really pushed the boundary of a horror movie because you don't see that too often. And like if you see it, it's in a it's in like a cheesy horror movie, so like you expect it. But I felt like you didn't expect it in this movie, and so that's what made it worse. The fact that he was already in a he was already panicking in it because he was in a stressful situation. He was trying to get his sister to the hospital because she was having a, a allergic reaction and then for her to die like that and then for him to just go into complete shock the way somebody would and then just you know how it plays out from there i was like holy shit i said that's why i was like this movie is not what i expected and that's what really kind of drew me in yeah man totally and like honestly i know I, I can see why it would shock you. And I do know why they had a decapitation in the movie. It's probably a reference to the omen because you haven't really had one like that in a long time in a horror movie. Yeah. That isn't like obsessively gory or something like that. Right. Cause like with that, it's like you, you anticipate it or you yeah. expect it. And like in the omen, it happens. And you're like, Oh shit. And then they did it again in like the 2006 remake of the omen. You're like, Oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Like they, oh, they stuck with 2006. it. 2006. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's uh. Thanks for your review on Dear Evan Hansen. Or yeah. can I? Can I? Can I? Can I take a pivot here? Sure. Since we're talking about uh, pivot. Musical, since we're talking oh, about musicals and stuff sound. like that, I'm using that sound. <laughs> since we're talking about musicals and stuff like that, last week, Cole, my boy, you had a complaint what? on Facebook. Did I have a complaint on Facebook? You had a complaint <laughs> on Facebook. This man got receipts. <laughs> he got receipts. You had a complaint on Facebook about The Simpsons doing a episode on Wicked. I think I recall- posted that. That was on Instagram. It Do you recall not- that? Do you recall that? Yes. What's no, you posted for- it on Facebook, too. It was on Facebook. You said, it's like ten- you said it's like 10 years old right now. Who cares anymore or something uh-huh. like that? I do. Remember. You said you said it was like ten years old, and why would they choose this? Because it was ten years old. Cole, do you know uh, what the top five longest, or sorry, top five uh, grossing Broadway shows are? 
I know Wicked is one of them. It's probably number one, right? It's number two. What's number one? Number one is The Lion King. Oh. That makes sense, yeah. So... Book of Wait, Mormon. What's the, what's the top five? What's the top five? Okay, so number one's number one's Lion King. Number three is Book of Mormon. Number two is Wicked. Wicked, sorry. Number three is Phantom of the Opera. Number four, Chicago. And number five is the Book of Mormon. Called it. Interesting. Interesting. So, why they would do that, Cole? Oh, I don't know. Okay, look, I just thought I don't know. It's probably because it's very popular. I just thought draw attention. my first actual musical episode. Well, I guess they've done musical episodes before, but I guess like a full like musical episode. I'm just kind of like, mm, it's because they're know. done predicting the future for a little bit. They got to take a break. They're predicting too much. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. They got to take a break. Hey, Cole. Remember last week when you complained about James Bond? I don't want to talk about James Bond and I'm not. However, however, however. I have been debating on trying to find a way to watch those movies just to see what all the hype is about so I can see the new one when it comes out. No, okay. you know what? I'm I'm taking a stand, and this does not reflect the podcast in any way. I will say that right now. This is a personal stand, but I'm taking a stand right here. Until Daniel Craig steps down from that role, I will not watch a fucking da- James Bond movie because fuck him and fuck him more. Well, fuck good him. news. I'm the new James Bond. Wow. wow. Also, I also until Idris Elba it's hired as james bond i will not watch a james bond movie well while i understand where you're coming from because yeah i I haven't liked the back and forth he's had they're boring they're They're not boring they're not boring i think i know where joe's gonna go with this what are you gonna say joe it's not it's not necessarily about daniel craig or anything it's just about about cole not understanding the hype about them and why they're still going Cole, hey, Cole, you want good? You want good James Bond? Watch um, Mission Impossible. Joe, no, no, Joe might have to correct me because I can't think of the dude's name right now. There's Sean Pierce Connery Crosby. is a good. Eh, Sean Connery is a good Bond. The guy before him, I want to say it's Roger something. Roger. Uh, no, you're right. You're on the other side. What's his first name? I forget his first name. Roger Moore. Oh, Sorry, it's Roger Moore. Yeah, Roger Moore. Yeah, Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah. Those are good bonds. Those are the bonds that my grandfather showed me. And he was a diehard bond fan from the other stuff. And those were the two where he was like, these are my bonds. And I was like, yeah, I like this. And at the time, Pierce Brosnan was the bond. And I think for me growing up too. Yeah. For me, Pierce Brosnan was, was my bond. And because like they did the games or they, they did the movies and they had the games to go and go co- to coincide with them. Like they had okay. GoldenEye, they had you know No Time to Die, The World Is Not Enough. Those were my Bond movies, and I was like, sweet, these are great. Die Another Day, Die Another Day. Which but, honestly, the Madonna song that they use for that kind of goes hard. Let's be real here. Yeah. Okay, but, I was but anyway, like, uh, Roger, so, yeah, Roger Moore did Live and Let Die, A View to yeah. Kill, Octopussy, The Spy Who Loved Me, For Your Eyes Only, Mood Ranker. Uh, yeah, that was like seven Bonds right there. Yeah, and then Connor did a few. And then uh, Brosnan did a few, and now uh, here we are with with Daniel Craig. But and they're kind of right now where they are story wise. Cole is they <clears> are <throat> looping around towards like the original storyline of like some yeah. of the earlier Bonds. They're getting back to the older stuff, and they're but also transitioning to like they're progressing still. But okay. I like I like these movies. I like the Daniel Craig ones, even though like I'm 
I'm tired of Daniel Craig because of his his back and forth with like, you know, before going into Spectre, he was like, oh, I think this is it. I don't know. And then the delay and then this one. But going back to what I'll going before back to what I want to talk about. Before going into Spectre, he said that, but he was also someone asked him in an interview um, whether he likes playing the character or not. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. It's money. And I'm like, bro, you do realize like Bond is hot. Like if you're an actor chose to play Bond, that's high praise for a a British or Irish or whatever actor. It's high praise for them. That's for you. Bond is like one of the top fictional characters ever. Yeah, so for you to be like, and I'm saying that this, is not a this role, it's, yeah, yeah, for you to be like, fuck this role, it's just a check for me. Like that's a slap in the face. Yeah, man. it really is. But then again, I I think I remember too. Like he was, he was kind of stressed out and tired of tired of all the questions about it and stuff like that. But that yeah, that doesn't. That's besides the point. You shouldn't complain about it. But going back to what you just said about it being high praise, and coming to my point with Cole, Cole, my boy, what's up? You're, you're like. Why are these movies even still a thing? Basically, was what you said. You want to guess the top five grossing movie franchises of all time? James Star Bond, Wars. Star Wars, James Bond, Harry Potter, the Mar- Marvel Cinematic. Well. Mar- let, let, let me let me name you off the top five. Marvel's number one is one. number one is the MCU. Of course. Number two is Star Wars. Wars. Number three is the Wizarding World, Harry Potter. Yeah. Number four is James Bond. And number five is Spider-Man. Where's Mission Impossible rank? Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, Did you guys see that thing that came out about Mission Impossible 7 the other day? No. (laughs) Yo, Tom Cruise had a Christian Bale freak out moment on set. Oh, he's, yeah, that was a news news while back. That was, Uh, I just saw it like it just came out like this. That was months. They released the audio of it. Oh no! It came back a while, a while back. I just, I don't know how I just saw it this week, but I was like, "Damn, boy, <laughs> he was mad." In like, the I think he... in the couple list I have of top grossing franchises, uh, Mission Impossible is not in the top ten. Okay, that's fair. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring those to your attention, Cole, just All so right. you're aware you're aware of certain things. All right, Brady. Brady wanted to be done by nine, so we gotta. No, uh, I think we can stretch it a little. So let's go. Mm. Let's talk some movies. Real quick, right. last last thing because we brought because you brought up Tom Cruise. Uh, did you hear how he wants to be the first actor to film a movie in space? I, I Honestly, that's not shocking. It's... I don't give a shit. He was. No, he's trying. To, he's to trying to play Ethan Hunt. He's trying to work on getting a uh, like uh, a flight set up with a uh, Blue Origin. And uh, send a film crew up there, but Russia just sent a movie crew, or they're sending a movie crew up first to be the first people to film a movie in space. Well, they couldn't beat us in the space race, so I guess they yeah. beat us in the movie my, space race. My thing is, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Like, You're telling me that the 2013 Oscar-nominated film Gravity, featuring Sandra Bullock and George Clooney, was not actually filmed in space? Not I am so, okay. Not on. even a good space I movie. Go, I got going. Not a even a good space movie. I gotta go on a tangent. I'm so tired of space movies, and if I see the trailer for Moonfall one more time, I'm gonna jump out a window. Interstellar beats Gravity by I, I don't like care a about thousand gravity. miles about- and like three dimensions. They're so so much better. Boring. Every single space movie is so 
boring. Have y'all seen the trailer for that Moonfall, whatever it's called? Have you seen Star Wars? That's different. (laughs) No, no, you said they're boring. You said all space movies are boring. It's a space movie. No, you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. You see, we have it on recording. We have it on recording, sir. What an idiot. Don't take that eye contact. Hey, yo, hey, yo, look. Did you guys happen to see where my where I am right now? I see where you're at. Yeah, I see where you're at. But last thing, okay, last thing before we finish up. My thing is, I don't want Tom Cruise to be the first U.S. actor to film a movie in space. I want it to be Gary Sinise. That man has been like in. I thought it was Sinise. Is it Sinise? I've always said it's Sinise. But I feel like that man needs to be the first uh, person in space to film a movie. I mean, doesn't he still do the uh, the space flight um, mission ride at Epcot, Cole? Um, isn't he still like the narrator for it? Space? I th- Dude, yeah. I never go on that ride. I'm going to assume he's still on it. Okay. I-, I can't ride that ride. So. Oh, okay, because your heart. Yeah. I can, I, I can do like the tame. So like you're telling me the 1995 classic <laughs> Apollo 13 was not actually filmed in space. You're saying Space Cowboys and actually going to space? I only said that one because Gary Sinise is in it. Brady, the moon landing wasn't even filmed in he's space. In, he's in Mission to Mars as well. I, talk, I watched that earlier today. But that's my take. I just wanted to give that tidbit since you mentioned Tom Cruise. So There was um, a Ice Cube. You're telling me Ice Cube and John Carpenter did not go to Mars <laughs> to actually film Ghost of Mars. Yeah, we lost them. <clears throat> Cole, come oh, back. This is your episode. You have, to, you have to take the lead on this. Come back. I don't know. Oh, so my life. It's that. been a lie. <laughs> I don't know what was so funny about that. <laughs> I'm just All right. space movies out of my... You're telling me... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know what? We, we can't let him live that one down because he said space movies are boring and like some of his All favorite right. movies are space movies. Move on. Let's move on. <laughs> You know, if it wasn't for space, Han Solo wouldn't be Han Solo. Damn right. Anyway, go on. Cole, Cole, lead the way since this is your episode. Tell us, tell us what you made us watch this week, sir. Uh, I made the boys watch Cruella. <laughs> What'd you think, guys? Brady, you want to go first? Okay. I will start by saying the the. The beginning is very, very slow, in my opinion. The pacing of the movie picks up a little bit, but it doesn't really get to, like, a good pace that I enjoyed. Like, it got really good towards the middle, like, pace-wise, mm-hmm. and then it slowed down again. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ugh. Um, it was very much the Devil Wears Prada meets Joker. Yeah, like which, I said. I'm not upset about right now. I'll be honest with you between the Joker and Devil Wears Prada, I enjoyed one more over the other. I'll let you decide which one. It's not the Joker. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, movie, um, uh, that was a movie. But like, I don't know. I think for me, someone other than Emma Roberts or not Emma Roberts. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone yeah. Could have played Cruella because mm-hmm. they made her they made her a British person. So get maybe a real British person to play her. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Like, yeah, that's fair. Because like, uh, what's her face? Um, who played the Baroness? Emma Watson? Who played the Baroness? No, not Emma Watson. The Baroness. Yeah, the Baroness. Who was that? Emma. 
Emma Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. She's in a movie called Love Actually, and it's an all British cast, all that. I, well, not all British. There's a couple Americans in it, but it's a British comedy and all that. I love that movie. She's one of my favorite parts in that movie. Mm-hmm. She has like a daughter who's playing like the third lobster at the birth of Jesus Christ. And she has a line there's like, there's three lobsters at the birth of Jesus Christ. And she's like, it's funnier than shit the way she delivers it. I like her as an actress. She was good for that role. I don't see, other than maybe Glenn Close could, you know, reprising, like right. coming back to, because she did executive produce it. And apparently she wrote a script that's very Godfather 2-esque that she wants to make as a sequel to her live action Dalmatian movies. And from my understanding is now they're taking that script that she wrote and going to rework it into a Corella sequel instead of a sequel to 101 and 102 Dalmatians. And I'm down she- for that because I feel like after this one, yes, the, I feel like at the, at the end of this, we still didn't really get the full origin. Like we didn't really get, like we got it to a point. But we didn't. I can see where you're, can see where you're coming. We from. didn't really get the where she gets. She has two. She has two Dalmatians at the end of this, and I'm like, okay, where did she? Three. Get three. Okay, where did she? I haven't seen it since it was in theaters, but I'm just like, where did she? Where did she? You know, get become attached to you know, wearing their fur and all that. Like it's. Yeah, I see. Where, that's exactly where I I totally agree with you there. Like, how does she go from like? making a joke about using their fur to kind of like adopting them and making her her own pet to now murdering them for her coats essentially Mm -hmm. um and it's not a bad it's not a bad movie it's not it was enjoyable the soundtrack was really good in my opinion um it's to me it's the best live action one that disney's done aside from christopher robin it's the best one to me I can, I've seen Maleficent. Is that what? Yeah, Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent. One. Yeah, that was. I've nice. seen Christopher Robin, and that one like put me in a deep depression for like four days. And then I've seen this, yeah. and I'm sure I've seen some other live action like Christopher Robin remakes. broke me. Um, I will say I enjoy Christopher Robin more than I did enjoyed this. That's fair. But Cole, we we make a joke all the time in the group chat. Cole does come out like every movie and go movie of the year like it's become a running joke now and he did say this about Cruella he did say movie of the year and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you could go back on the podcast and hear him say movie of the year as far as Cruella's I feel like he I'm not even though he says all the time I feel like he really meant it with this one I did mean it with this one a hundred percent and I'm not saying for you yes that's probably true I'm not saying you're wrong I'm not saying this will say otherwise I'm not saying top five. I'm not saying top five, but for sure, maybe top 10 of the year. That's fair. Like it, it does. Like I, if I was hanging out with someone and they were like, Hey, this looks interesting. You want to watch it? I would probably watch it again. Yeah. All right. Solid, a, a solid seven out of 10. Okay. All right. All right, Joe. Let's hear what you got to say. Okay. One more thing. One more point. Okay. And this only works, honestly, if um, they got Glenn Close to play the Baroness. But just dream casting here. Glenn Close is the Baroness. 
And instead of Mark Strong being her like right hand man, Hugh Laurie. Ah, because <laughs> he was the original uh, Horace, I believe. Yeah, he was the original Horace. Okay, yeah, that'd been awesome. But my boy Mark Strong, I was like, that was a, that was a good twist, by the way, because I totally like when the at the beginning of the movie when Corella goes, Mom was talking to her secret friend or something like that. I, in my mind, I clocked it. Oh, Mark Strong's going to be her dad. Because we don't know who her dad was. They never really said who her dad exactly. was or anything like right. that. And then when they twisted her, like the Baroness is her mom. I was like, oh, what? I, like, yeah, I legitimately I did not see that coming. Also, so literally when I went to see this with my niece, like we we're sitting in her truck before the movie. And I'm just like, and I made a joke. I'm like, watch Dalmatians kill her mom. And that literally happens in like the first 10 minutes or so. I'm just like. Holy shit! I, I I was joking, but I, so I was like, "Oh, they're actually doing this." Okay, but all right. right. So I'm gonna start by saying I liked this movie a lot more than I thought I would. It was a it was a good movie. It was fun. I I enjoyed the story. The twist was definitely what I when not was not what I expected. And it was a fun movie. I felt like there were way, way, way too many needle drops. Every scene was a damn needle drop. That's fair. But can I add something to there were good needle drops. There were good needle drops though. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm gonna go the opposite with you. Yes, they were good needle drops, but they couldn't make up their mind, and I'm sure it's a rights issue, really. But they couldn't make up their mind if they wanted the original version or the covers. Yeah, and so it like really bugged me throughout the movie. But they were going like, just pick one. I was like, yes, that was another, that was gonna be my next part. Like they were, they kept flip flopping between, you know, original and a cover, which I get because, like I said, because of rights. But I felt like every scene had a needle drop. I don't think I heard like I don't think I heard one piece of original music. Like with like score, and I was looking for that. That's true, yeah. But um, and it did seem like they were like, "Hey, we're we're taking place in London. Let's get all the biggest like '60s rock and early '70s." Yeah, because we heard it. To me, it felt like the original Suicide Squad with the soundtrack. Okay, they they kind of did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I agree with Brady. I feel like they could have gotten a British actor to play. Uh, Cruella herself, um, because obviously Emma Stone's not not English. I mean, there's too many Emmas in Hollywood, bro. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, going back to Emma Thompson, uh, Emma Watson having had a similar name and changed her name to to Watson to be different from Emma Thompson at the time, and I was like, okay, interesting. Um, but yeah, I. I enjoyed the twist. Me, I thought oh, going into it. Her name's really Emma Watson. I swear I heard, I read an article one time that she changed her name Emma, to that. Emma Charlotte DeRay Watson. I thought she, I thought she changed it to that. Nope. Anyway, um, the twist gave me Empire Strike Back vibes because like I said it was way out of left field and she was like, no. I'm your mother. Like, she's your mother. I was like, what? But that also maybe because the way uh, Brady was saying that he wished uh, Glenn Close played the Baroness, 
I I weirdly had a vibe that um oh, God damn, I just forgot her name. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher should have played the Baroness. I feel like oh I feel like Carrie God. Fisher could have been a good Baroness. Uh, yeah, she dude, she would have knocked that role out of the I park. feel like she would she would have had the perfect sass and that'd have been good. Uh as far as Mark Strong um being her right hand guy, I kind of wish Stanley Tucci played uh play the right hand guy. Especially with the Devil Wears Prada vibe. Yeah, especially with the Devil Wears Prada vibe. I thought that, that would have been perfect. I was like, okay, you know what? This is where it should have gone. What um what did you guys think about Jasper and Horace? Because I felt they were perfectly casted and I fought, fought it. I thought they were I thought they were fun part. characters. Yeah, I feel like they were perfectly casted. Um, which one okay, which one's Jasper's the tall one, right? Tall one. Yeah, Horace is a the, Horace is the bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy who plays Horace is very hit or miss for me. Okay. Like he's in um he's in I Tanya, which is the okay. Tanya Harding movie. And I good don't movie. like him in that. Okay. No? It's a good movie. I just don't like him in that. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Jasper slightly more than Horace here. He's in he's in um Richard Jewell by Clint Eastwood. I need to see that. Is he Richard I, I Jewell? He, was, he plays Richard Jewell, and I okay. thought he was really I thought he was really good in that. Like I was like, he comp- it, I completely forgot it was that actor. And like I enjoyed that role. He's been in some other things lately, but like, yeah, that was the one where I was. But this one, like, he just seemed a little too slapsticky for me in this one. And that was my that was my thing. I liked them both; they were perfectly casted. I liked the guy playing Jasper just a tiny bit more. I felt like he, he was in Game of Thrones. Thrones. You have to think about it too. Like he he was in Game of Thrones. They're in this. They're in the sixties, you know, or something like that. And you know, I feel like he fits the the bill of an English burglar pretty well exactly with the, with the slapstickiness of it. Um, but as, yeah, as, as I'm watching this movie and sitting there and I'm, and they're introducing the characters, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, because I haven't seen 101 Dalmatians in years, like since yeah. I was a kid, but like animated or live action. Yeah. Animated or live action. But like, it was all coming back to me. I was like, Oh yeah. Horace. And I was like, Jasper. I was like, okay, here's, you know, Cruella and everything. But and when in the back intro- of the mind, you're in the in the back of your mind, you're thinking, why did Cole make me watch this? Uh. No, not really. Not really. Cause I, I did kind of want to watch it to begin with. Is, I did that with Laser Laser Squad Team Force, whatever it is. Um Laser Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I did do that with why is Cole making me watch this? With mm-hmm. this one, I was like, all right, yeah, I really kind of like glad that he told me to watch. Like, uh, this yeah. was the bargain to record this episode. Yeah, I'm glad with. I'm happy with this. When they introduced uh, Arthur and Anita, and I was like, okay, I was like, how does this? Uh, I'm sorry, not Ro- Arthur. Uh, Roger. Roger. Yeah. Roger and Anita. I was like, okay. See, I was like, my how memory's does this- terrible, so I didn't connect it until I looked up the cast of 101 and saw that it was a uh, Jeff Daniels that played him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so, oh, I was, okay. I was like, how I was like, are we to get to that point? I was like, how do we get to that point? So post like at the credit scene. Yeah, at the end when I when they show when you talk about the post credit, because I looked for a post credit. I guess I just I guess I just sprung forward too fast and I missed it. But so when I'm you told me there was a post credit. Disney did plus didn't do the usual thing that they do with the Marvel movies or like skip to the end credit scene. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't realize that. So they don't do that on this one. Doesn't say skipped. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I knew there was one, so I like slowly sprung forward with like the re. I didn't know. So when button. so when you see 
when you see Roger, you know, working on the song, I was like, oh, okay. and then and then he gets the dog, and then Anita gets oh, a dog. This is Congo, this is Perdita. I'm like, yeah. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, like I, said, I, I enjoyed the movie more than I, than I thought, and it's not that I didn't want to watch the movie. I don't want to go pay for it. You know, I just don't want to go. I don't want to go pay for it because I wasn't sure if I was gonna like it or not. And now you're gonna go buy the Blu-ray. Hmm. On Disney Plus, I don't need to. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, hey, Brady's already bought it. He's watched. I'm with Brady. Brady. Brady's already bought. He's already bought the album. I, I like I said, I do enjoy the, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the music and the like, the anarchy vibe they gave her, and stuff right. like that. And I, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the the fashion she was creating and everything. I thought it was the fashion. Very, I thought it was, it was a cool. very good take. I thought. And I'm wondering why I want more villain movies like the like Maleficent. I did not like like it was very like the first one, Snow White like and the it. Seven Huntsmen or whatever. I saw that one too. Those those are Charlie Theron is a yeah. Um, but this this just makes me want a Hades origin story, even which I it's you know Greek mythology, but still like give me that movie Disney. So here's the thing about. The, the the one thing I kind of liked about this movie was it did with Corella's like fashion sense kind of capture the and I'm sure it's pretty stereotyp- stereotypical but did capture the essence of like the early UK punk scene at the time it did but then also it also captured the I guess the highbrow fashion society you would, yeah you would assume her to be but like for that time and like more modernized because we're used to like we saw it was also really interesting to see her not smoke a cigarette once yeah yeah i know i noticed that because that was, that was his, a his, big his, part of her character they don't do it anymore and yeah it isn't out of the question of the time period to be smoking like a chimney because at the time they're like yeah cigarettes are good for you yeah, that was the biggest Last thing. time I remember smoking in a Disney movie was 2013, Saving Mr. Banks. They show Tom Hanks' Walt Disney smoking. But I'm pretty sure his estate was like, yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, no. Um, actually, they're kind of erasing that now because if you – so in one of the um, – I forget where it is, but in one of the buildings on Main Street, if you go in there at Magic Kingdom, there's a picture of Walt and he's standing and pointing, there's nothing in his fingers. Well, if you look up that same photo online, there's a cigarette in between his two fingers. They photoshopped it out. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, um, as cast members, you have to point with two fingers. Because, oh, yeah, that's how Walt did it. No, he had a cigarette in between his two fingers. That's why. Someone asked you, so, wait, you're telling me, you're, first of all, you're, you're telling, first of all, let, let, first of all, you're telling me that Ice Cube, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you're telling me that if someone walks up to you, if I walked up to you at Disney, which I'll never go to Disney because I'm, it's Disney, whatever. I go and I go, hey, Cole, can you point me in the direction of X? You have to point with two fingers. Like two you're fingers. required to. Two fingers because one finger, it's like a rude gesture in other cultures and countries. Either two fingers or with with the hand. Do you have point? I always thought it was a reference to Mickey Mouse because of his freaking hamburger helper hands. One of his fingers is like two human fingers. 
Or you know what, Joe? I'm gonna sue your ass. Oh. I mean, I feel like you're already uh, you're already breaking protocol on telling us this. Uh, I'm sure it's on like said like said on the internet, but I feel like this is uh, behind the scenes, uh, high guard. Do not tell anyone about about that. us photoshopping <laughs> photoshopping cigarettes. Out of- like put a bag over your head in the middle of this right now, just like <laughs> nobody listens to this podcast. Also, you're, in a minute, you're sitting here. That's- I'm not telling any in, any any company secrets. Like the point that that's kind of <laughs> DBI. Open up. What's the DBI? Disney Bureau of Investigation. <laughs> oh no! It's the Disney Secret Police. Okay, but yeah, so Raffi is the headmaster of it all. To wrap up on Cruella, I give it a seven and a half. All right, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. So let's move on. Uh, Cole, what else did you have us watch this week? Venom. Ugh. Cue okay. the Eminem music. I gotta admit, I, I do want to watch Venom. I just I haven't had time to go watch Venom. Okay. I, could, I couldn't remember if you had seen it yet or not. Brady, I haven't seen it. What did you think? I didn't watch it either. You didn't watch did Okay. I got busy, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah, some of us work and go to school. Okay. I don't know uh, what you do. All right. I'll, my brief thoughts. Um, I liked it. I liked it more than the first one. This is what I wanted the first one to be. It's very... So it's light on story. It would you know it's an hour and a half it's a breezy hour and a half it goes by like that it's it's fun woody harrelson i love him in this role like and it, it, it there was a point or two where he gave me heath ledger vibes that in his role as cletus cassidy at carnage i know you guys may not believe me on that but i i was kind of freaked out by him I feel like that's a fact, very, I went to bed that that's night. That's a very opened, bold statement I, to make. I went to bed that night. I opened my eyes and saw Woody Harrelson. True story. Um, but no, it's it was a fun movie. You know, I, you don't go to these Venom movies expecting something fantastic, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I've seen it twice. I might see it again. I don't know. I, there's nothing else coming out. Well, I guess that Halloween movie that Brady's obsessed with. <laughs> which i'm planning to see that because i saw the last one in theaters, so of course i'm gonna see that but uh so, oh you did see the last one in theaters yeah my uh my friend dragged me to it he made me watch the original the night before i did not like the original but i do like the 2018 one i mean not, i didn't not like it i just felt like it was okay it was fine so i, I also didn't like the original friday the 13th you can put that in your little book too that, that was boring. I feel like he's uh, he's making some angry notes over there, but uh, he's by the, putting the, me the look in his little black book. I'm gonna become the I'm gonna become the topic of a documentary. He looks like a little hunched over, like angry little like troll. He's like, mm. he looks like one of the gargoyles from Hunchback of Notre mm. Dame. <laughs> oh, uh, and his body just disappeared in his photo. <laughs> right I, here. I can't see. It. I can't. We can't oh, see your book's okay. disappearing. Your photo's taking everything there. out. There you go. What right is that? Here. I can't read that. It's literally all the notes I took for Halloween 2018, <laughs> and this this whole bottom section right here is literally just references that they make in the 2018 from all the other ones. God damn it! Uh, so this was when I had like my solo movie podcast, and I did a review of the new one uh-huh. but then i also did a def- at the time a definitive ranking of the halloween movies would you like to hear that by the way sure, sure. why not because we're getting into spooky shit so yeah 
was that right? So oh, my okay. at the, this is 2018 at the time definitive ranking of Halloween. It goes as follows, and this might shock you. <coughs> start from the bottom. Start from the bottom. Start okay. Start from the bottom. Started from the bottom. Now we're so here. So bottom to the so the the worst to the best. Okay. Yeah. Rob Zombie's Halloween two. Okay. You made two of them. I only thought I only did the one. He did two. He made, he made, okay. he did two. Okay. Two thousand seven and two thousand nine. Okay. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Man, I bet you're excited like said, for his Monsters movie. I don't give a shit. Here's the thing. Um, like I said, this list is from 2018. Okay. Last year, I did go through the box set during Halloween time again. Rob Zombie's Halloween did, his first one, grew on me a lot. I do enjoy it. Two is just an abomination. Like It's terrible. Uh, anyway, so uh, Halloween 5. <laughs> this is where it gets funny. Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> is that like the eighth one? Dude, they, they just... Resurrection, Resurrection is the Busta Rhymes. H2O. That's after that was H2O. Right? right after H2O, it's the one with Busta Rhymes. <laughs> H2, God, why did they stop numbering these fucking... <laughs> Well, they called it eight. It's actually H20, but everyone just colloquially calls it H20. What? And it's, well, it's because it was 20 years later. It was made in 1998. It always bugs me that people call it. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It it bugs me a lot that people call it H2O because it's like, there's no water. There's not enough water in this movie. There's not enough water in this movie. H20. Okay, anyway. Stupidest title I've ever heard. Anyway. Halloween six, the producer's cut. The producer's cut is far better than the theatrical cut of Halloween six. Yes. I didn't know there and was I actually one. so I actually that's the curse of Michael Myers. I yeah, actually okay. own two copies of the producer's cut. One is in the box set, and I bought a solo Blu-ray edition of it, which for the longest time you could only get it on bootleg blue uh bootleg VHS. And that's really hard to find. Um, if you follow me on Instagram at Powered My Medtronic the other day, you would have seen that I have 12, technically 12, but it looks like 11. No, I'm sorry. Technically 10. I mean, technically 12 looks like 10 like copies number. of just the first movie alone. Of just the original Halloween. Anyway, back to the ranking. Halloween 2. Wait, wait, wait. What number are you on right now? So we're on. We're on, okay. So we're in the top five right now. Okay. So this is number five. So, yeah. Number five is Halloween two. Okay. Number four is a tie between Halloween four and three. I like both of them really well. If I had to choose one above the other, Halloween three. Number three is Halloween 2018. Okay. Number two okay, okay. is H2O. And number one is obviously, you know, the original, the immortal classic Halloween. That's okay. fair. So any, one of the best references in the first movie, or in the Halloween 2018 movie, by the way, is the opening credits themselves. Have you ever watched? Um, the, you've seen the original Halloween, right? Yes. So you know how like the opening credits is a is a, a jack o' lantern like rotting. Sure, it's been a while since, but I 
Yeah, I remember that. So in Halloween 2018, they had the jack-o'-lantern rot in reverse and rebirth, essentially. Okay. And Danny McBride was like, you need to do the Danny, which by the way, yeah, Danny McBride, comedian of all things, is writing these movies. Like, that's crazy, yeah, I right? I forgot he wrote the 2018. Like, I remember when I found that out, I was just like, but he, wait, that can't he's be the one who, he wa- he's the one who pushed for it. He was like, we're breathing life back into the franchise. So make the pumpkin come back to life. And that's fucking smart, man. Yeah, it's a pretty smart move on his part. There's, yeah, like literally I just have tons of references that I've noticed on here. And boys, boys, I'm telling you, I got my ticket for October 14th at 7 p.m. And Dude, they, still you, you don't up, to, they still haven't I don't, put up the showings. I don't think it's going to happen, bro. Dude, all they, have, all they have near me is Dine-In, not even digital. Yeah, but you know why they probably aren't going to do showing Dolby showings? Why? Because like a week later, um, I'm pretty sure Dune opens. No one's going to so see that gonna... shit. That's anyway. another trailer I'm tired of seeing. Dune. God. <laughs> All right. So let's talk. Let's talk some spooky shit. What's some spooky shit you guys have watched so far? Um, I watched. Okay, so I, I'm gonna give you two options. I watched Scream, and I know what you did last summer. We can talk about that. Or, hang on, real quick. Fixing something. Uh, where is... Sorry, one second. Or we can talk about... We can talk about the top ten list I made of Cole's favorite movies <gasps> this year. Let's get to that. Let's get to <laughs> that. I'm very curious to hear this. So this 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 is going back to Cole saying that Cruella is movie of the year. I I said I'm it was, here, I said I'm it here was to say three. I'm I here to that. say Cruella doesn't make his top ten by end of year okay. if he remembers everything he watched. Okay, already number right. ten. Justice League. I'm still here, by the way, but I'm going to shut my video off real quick. Okay. Okay. Number ten, Justice League. Number nine, and feel free to stop me and complain, Cole. Okay. Number nine, Godzilla versus Kong. Number eight, mm. Venom. Mm. Number seven, and I'm surprised. Like, um, I kind of wanted to put it higher, but I was like, nah. Uh, F nine. I don't know if I put it that high to be. Well, I need to see you, it again. I need to you see. see? It again. You see what I mean? Okay. I need to see that one again. Now here is where it gets interesting, and this is where I, I think it starts to work its way out. This is what this is where I start to think Cruella works. And you're its way including out. movies that haven't come out yet, right? I'm including movies that haven't come okay. out yet. Okay. But number six, Mitchell versus the Machines. Did you forget about that one? Uh, that's. Did pro- you forget how good it was? That's probably yeah. I thought about that when I was putting my list. After I put my list together, I remembered that one. I was like. Crap, because that, that one was really good. I love the yeah. animation story. So, Joe, real quick, uh-huh. it's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Like, you mentioned a, like something, and you're like, "Oh, did you forget that we watched that?" I just had this conversation with my homie from the uh, record store, Luke. We were we were talking. It, it's not about movies, but it's about music. Mm-hmm. Like, we were, I posted like a record. He was like, "Man, this is a really good record," and I was like, "Yeah." And you know what? I forgot it even came out this year. Like. It seemed like a lot of shit came out at the beginning of the year, and like well, a you lot forget of it was, about it. It was yeah, really I mean, good, 
But then, like, so much, like, of what I've listened to on repeat, like, Turnstile and Dead Heat and things like that came out in the summer and the later parts of the year. And, like, that's all I've been listening to for, like, months at this point. Mm-hmm. That, like, I almost forgot that, like, until, like, a couple <laughs> days ago, I forgot that Cannibal Corpse put out a new album this year. I forgot that Ju- Dinosaur Jr. put out a really good new album this year. And so, like, I'm thinking it, I'm thinking, he, I'm, like, I'm sitting here and thinking as far as, like, list goes for the podcast itself and like on my instagram post because i know i'm gonna put up like albums of the year Mm -hmm. like i'm really gonna have to like do some research to remember what came out what came out this year as far as movie wise because it seems like as far as like this podcast goes yeah we select movies and we watch them and then we move on god jigsaw came out this year too god there's so many like yes spiral excuse me but yeah my point is there's so many like stuff that we a haven't watched or b that we've watched and just not covered and like Mm -hmm. it just seems like because like there's a no remorse on amazon which is a michael b jordan like tom clancy movie there's Mm -hmm. also a chris pratt movie on there where it's like tomorrow tomorrow war or something yeah um well, Jake did, Gyllenhaal just released a movie on Netflix called The Guilty that I want to check out. Um, I'm like halfway through the Sopranos movie. Did Judas um, and the Black Messiah come out this year or was it last yes, year? Yes, that came out in like That's March. what I want to watch? Okay. Yeah, watch there's that a one. bunch of stuff like there's that that I want to watch that I didn't get to watch. Richard Jewell, uh, we talked about that real quick. That one came out like two years ago. Yeah, was that was like two years ago. Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, but um, there was also like, here's the other thing. And this is something that we've kind of dropped the ball on, which is not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but we did kind of drop the ball on this. Netflix has been releasing a movie every week, all year. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they announced at the beginning of the year after, like right after, uh, or towards the end of last year, at the beginning of this year, right after Warner Brothers was like, "We're going to release our movie slate on HBO Max." Netflix was like. We're going to leave for 2021. We're releasing a movie every week for the entire year. But the only ones that you really hear about are like Red Notice with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. And like, um, I feel like Fear Street. Fear Street was very popular when it came out. Uh, the Charlize Theron one that came out, like, Mm -hmm. which is apparently a comic book based one. But my point is, is like, unless they advertise it like super well, like HBO Max does, Mm -hmm. or even like, I'm Cole, correct me if I'm wrong. That Andy, um, what's his face from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the time traveling movie on Hulu that came out this year, right? No, Palm Springs came out last summer, dude. Oh, okay. But my point is, is like, unless they super like advertise it, which Netflix is kind of bad about doing that, let's be honest. They just put it out there and like wait for you to find it. And they wait for, they hope, and they hope for word of mouth to get it going. Yeah, exactly. Especially like, um, like the guilty, I only knew about because of like my horror movie people picking it up. But apparently, like Jake Gyllenhaal completely filmed this movie over Zoom and everything. Um, speaking of word of mouth, and I know we were complaining about it before we turned on the mics. Uh, Squid Game. Squid Game is the number one Netflix show in over ninety countries, and is on track to be the most watched Netflix show in their history. And that guy who the guy who wrote the show has been trying to pitch it for 10 years to people and was getting turned down constantly. Hey, good for him, man. Yeah. Um, good for him. I'm not going to watch it, but good for him. So I, I was like, damn, that's 
that's wild. All right. Anyway, but, um, yeah, we got sidetracked, but let me get to the top half of Cole's you top got 10 to movies. Number six, but I don't yeah. Know. So this is number five. Okay. You ready, Cole? Yeah. Free Guy. Okay. Or They Live, whichever one you want to watch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> because it's They Live. Okay. But, but PG. What's number four. Number four, The Suicide Squad. That might that might be top three. Uh, okay, we'll we'll see. We'll... Number three, Shang Chi. Okay. Number two, Spider Man. Oh, what do you think? Okay, you think that's gonna be end up being number one's gonna be Ghostbusters because number one is Ghostbusters for yeah. you. Which fuck your Ghostbusters movie, by the way. Why? Because if it, if they didn't have to make this movie and release it this fucking year. Same time that fucking Halloween Kills is being released. You know who would have been in Halloween Kills? Fucking Paul Rudd. But no, Ghostbusters wanted Paul Rudd. And now I don't get Paul Rudd as Tommy Lee. Or what the well, fuck was his name? I feel like Paul Rudd is better off in Ghostbusters than Halloween, though. Yeah, They approached him, though. That's the thing. I never knew they actually approached him. I always mm. thought they were just like, oh, he's too busy doing this. No, he wanted to do it, but because of Ghostbusters. I feel like he, he, fits, the, he fits the role more in Ghostbusters. I'm he played the role. Bad. He's played. The I, role I know. I'm, I'm aware of it, but he, I feel like I feel he like... does it age. He does it age. That's why he's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Halloween Six. Anyway, Cole how, Doyle. Cole, how wrong am I on your list? And notice how Corolla works its way out of there. We'll, we'll see when the year is up, dude. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna keep this uh, for reference, dude. I feel like I'm spot on, dude. Ghostbusters. Let's make a bet right now. You Dude, so I two pennies every time he's correct. <laughs> okay, so I've already gotten so Ghostbusters comes out on my birthday. I already have that whole day off. He's already crying. It's already I'm the move of the year, I'm like four times over. Dude, y'all aren't gonna hear from me till like midnight. Cole, you're alive. I'm like, I just got out my sixth showing. No, but I'm hoping he's gonna it's use all his AMC A list passed on one thing. Okay, one no, day. I, I am praying to God it's good because if it's not, I'm gonna be pissed. Because here's the thing the 2016 reboot, whatever the fuck that was, we don't talk about that. It was one. fine. It was fine. Whatever, not what I wanted. It was it was it was fine. It existed. I didn't hate it like I thought I was going to. Do you remember that, Brady? Because I was posting so much crap about that movie, and then yeah, I went and thought. And then I went and saw it, and I was like, eh, it was all right. I actually wrote a really like in-depth review about that movie on my I Facebook. I, I think I remember that, yeah. Um, but no, uh, man, that's fu- That's funny that you think. That's funny that you think I'm gonna put Ghostbusters over Spider-Man, but I might because Go- the original Ghost. That's my third favorite movie of all time. But, I think, so they have I think- to. They have to re- and I'm not a huge fan of the sequel, so they really have to reach the sky on this. I think one. it's gonna do it to you, buddy. I think it's gonna. It's gonna dude, I'm gonna cry seeing. But it's seeing gonna Pete sweep Pete. you off your feet. Seeing Pete, dude, <laughs> in the the new trailer, just hearing Ray, just hearing uh, Ray at the end. Oh, we're closed. Like, I got tears in my eyes just from hearing him. So I'm gonna be a mess, dude. I'm mm-hmm. I'm hyped. Okay, so now that we got Cole's top ten list out of the way. Like I said, I watched. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're screen. telling me you're gonna be you're gonna be more hyped for Dan Aykroyd than you are Bill Murray? No, I just mean in general, I'm hyped. Okay. I didn't know Dan Aykroyd like, was in this picture. Yeah, he he's reprising his role as Ray. 
and uh, Bill Murray's playing Dr. Peter Vintnick. I feel like that's a joke. I don't remember what it's from, but I know I've heard that before. What, what's the joke from Space Joe? Jam? Thank you. Oh, yeah. Andy DeVito said that shit because Bill Murray. Yeah. Because Bill Murray walked out and he goes, Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. Speaking Damn, of Cole, Man, I just looked up this. I just looked you? up this uh, uh, casting for um, Ghostbusters. You know, I'm still salty about Paul Rudd, but they did it. They got Bill Murray to come back. They got Ernie Hudson to come back. They got Dan you know, to come Bill back. Murray. Bill Murray was the holdout for years. That's why they didn't do it. When uh, I love this, uh, Joe. Have you ever heard the story about Bill Murray and the Ghostbusters and trying to get them to make this like third one essentially? No. So, like, literally for years, they would write scripts and send it to him. And like, at first, he would just throw he would just throw them away and never respond to them. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he got so annoyed with them sending him scripts that he would find different ways to destroy the scripts, box it up, and send it back to him. One time, he like shredded it and took the shreddings and like packed like packed it up and sent it back to him. One time, he literally like burned it and let his dog shit in it. And then sent it back to him. Like any way he could destroy the script, he would because he just was he was done. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what they did on this one to make him come back, but I think a lot of it has to do with uh Harold Ramis passing away. And then probably he was like, yeah, No, now I, I have to they, they hate I hate they couldn't do this when they, he was alive. Cause they because Dan Aykroyd in the early two thousands, he had a script. And I forget what it was called. Yeah, it's but probably it was, one of the scripts that Bill Murray shat on and sat no, back. No, 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 no. I forget what it was called, but it ended up being the base for the video game that came out in the mid-2000s because they were going to end up in an alternate version of New York called Manhattan. Like, it was going to be this crazy thing, and it just didn't. Bill Murray was like, no, don't want to do it. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bill Murray in the wild about him like all the, the crazy stories about him showing up and at parties in New York unannounced, like just random people's parties and doing random shit. I'm like, man, I, I wish heard I'd a be story once about him in the it's from Kevin Smith. They were in an airport, right? And uh <laughs> Kevin Smith goes, Hey Bill, how are you? And Bill Murray goes, Hey, and just keeps walking. <laughs> that's, that's the type of person he is. He doesn't recognize it. He goes, Hey, <laughs> Bill Murray, man. So good. Love that, man. It. I do hope that they have... And it, it's kind of cliche, but it really does need to happen. I will go see... As much as I'm like salty about them getting Paul Rudd over Halloween Kills getting Paul Rudd. Put that will, man in a suit. Give him a jumpsuit. Give him a proton. <laughs> I want to see Paul Rudd bust some ass. I mean, bust some ghosts. I will go see that movie. He's too busy saving really, the universe, man. I really do hope that they do give Harold Ramis a moment in this movie. I've heard, I've heard it's going to be like dedicated to him or something. Like I just saw that the other day. I'm sure they will. You know what I want? And I don't think it's going to happen. I, the one surprise cameo I want to happen. Rick Moranis. It's not going to happen, but I'm holding out hope. I am. I am. Don't get your hope. Don't get your hopes up, but I legitimately would cry if Harold I, exactly. I would cry if I saw Rick Moranis. He's, yeah, coming back Rick to do well, he's doing a sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's what he's coming out of retirement for. And I'm just like, dude. Is he really? I know. No, he already came out of retirement once. Yeah. Well, then it's a, like his big no, like No, like two years ago. Like He, he did the Mint Mobile commercial. No, no I'm saying, but this is his big, big return. 
No, the Mint key. Mobile was the big, big return. <laughs> you listen to me. Isn't that Ryan Reynolds' company? Yeah. He was on. Um, he was on the Goldbergs reprising his role as Dark Helmet. Yeah, he did that real quick. That. I didn't hear about that. That was a cameo. And I'm pretty he sure he's. I'm pretty sure he's directed like two or three episodes of that show too. They also had Robert England do Freddie one last time on that show. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I I remember the Mint Mobile commercial because. It like it it threw me for a loop. I didn't, I wasn't expecting him that he showed up and he was like, What do you want me to do? He goes, I Ryan Reynolds says, I just I just wanted to see you. Just, he's like Rick Moranis. And then Rick gives that typical like that awkward like kind of smile he does. Wait, you're like, telling me he's coming back to do honey, I shrunk the kids again, but not Brother Bear? <laughs> he was in Brother Bear. Yeah, that's when he like the last movie he did before retirement. Didn't know that. I don't know. I never actually saw that movie. I I owned the DVD as a kid. I just never watched it. It looked boring as crap to me. <laughs> Your mother right. bought it and was like, watch this call. And you're like, no. My aunt. I think it was like a Christmas gift one year. Too much like, of a oh. man, mom. I was like, oh, what's this? Nah. <laughs> yeah, he did like Brother Bear 1 and 2 and then retired. Was he one of the moose? Mm. Hold on. He was right. I don't know. that. You've never seen the movie, so I don't know. Rut, I think that's one of the moose. Hold on. Rut and Took, yeah, those are the mooses. Meese. The meeses. Moose. Moose. Man, look at all these meese. It's moose. So what else have you guys like watched for spooky season though? Uh, I watched I watched Scream and I know what you did last summer. (laughs) I've watched like eleven movies. Jesus, dude, get drinking a life. Hey, in my defense, I doubled up in like Blew through the fucking wrong turn franchise. Didn't yeah, they, didn't, did. a, didn't a reboot of that series come out this year? Yeah, early January. It's like seven bucks at Walmart. I might pick it up just for the fuck of it. But have you seen it? <clears throat> no. Um, it was like one of those weird like releases where they literally did it for one night only in January, and then I watched finding it. I watched Jaws this morning. Jaws, man. Which one? The first one? First one. And I, I watched, maintain uh, that Jaws 3D has the greatest use to fucking 3D ever. I watched uh, <laughs> Deep Blue Sea yesterday because... That, that Correct me if I'm wrong. That has Mandy Moore in it, right? No. Samuel L. Jackson. Mandy, Mandy Moore is in a shark movie. And she did like a sequel to it like 4,000 years later. I don't know. Uh... But I only watched Deep Blue Sea because for some reason Netflix had it in their horror category, which I, I guess that kind of makes sense, you know. Creature feature. Yeah, it's a creature feature. You're underwater. These are um, mutated sharks that huh. kill people. I'm tired of these motherfucking sn- sharks in this motherfucking ocean. <laughs> Were you the one that told me that uh, Jackson hated that movie and wanted to die as fast as he could? What? In Deep Blue Deep Sea? Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, maybe I read it somewhere, but yeah, Samuel Jackson didn't really like the role, and he was just like he did it, but he wasn't happy about it. And he basically told them to kill off his character as fast <laughs> as they could. He and wanted to go back to being Nick Fury. He was the. This was way before that. I think he was the second person that died in the movie. But uh, that's so, pretty good. That so fun. so far, I've watched uh, the Evil Dead remake. Which I really do like. I want to watch my, the Evil Dead remake. I haven't seen it in a long time. It? 
I've seen that. Um, I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I really do like that movie, but my problem with it is every... Because here's the thing about binge-watching the horror movies that I do mm-hmm. in October. Um, is it kind of, like, it makes me not want to watch them again. Until, until next year. the next... Yeah. <laughs> and so every time I turn on this Evil Dead, I feel like it gets shorter and shorter every time I watch it. Like I started it the other, I started, I started like the last couple days of September. I was like, all right, let's get spooky season started right now. And that's what I did. And I started with this and like, I turned it on and like an hour later was over. And I was like, man, this was really quick. Like, I feel like I just started this movie. Um, then I watched trick or treat, which features Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons. It's a heavy metal horror movie. Great, great movie. Um, I believe it's on Tubi if you want to watch it. I I opened up Tubi again. I need to look through it. I think I did see it on there, though. I'll look it up. and Then I did a double feature of the first two Wrong Turn movies, which I do have a definitive ranking of those movies. <laughs> next next did, episode. Next episode. And then I did Wrong Turn 3 and 4. And then I did, obviously, 5 and... Oh, wait, no. I did... Uh, Killing Spree, great movie, fantastic movie. My my favorite thing to do during horror month really is this: is I watch a movie and then I pair it with a soundtrack if I have it. So like the other day I watched, like I said, I watched Killing Spree, and then after I watched Killing Spree, I listened to the record, the the vinyl version of the soundtrack. I know I do this a lot. It, it annoys me too. Um, <laughs> Then I watched Wrong Turn 5 and 6, and then I watched Halloween 1 and 2, and then I watched Microwave Massacre last night, which features, (laughs) Cole will get a kick out of this movie. So, first of all, it features Jackie Vernon, who is most famous for voicing Frosty the Snowman on all those classic Christmas cartoons. (laughs) Really? That's, awesome. yes. That's great. Um, all right, I'm, so, I'm gone. I'm going to go watch this. No. I'm, I'm going right now. Uh, so, the, again, I think I, it's I'll add Tubi. it to the list. Oh, wait. Again, it is on Tubi. This one for sure I know is on Tubi. I'll, I'll add it to the list. I'll put it above Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's horror months. So I'll let that pass. <clears throat> so, anyway, the although you should not pass. The... <laughs> I understood that reference. Thank you. Thank you. The plot of this movie is as follows. This dude, Frosty the Snowman, doesn't like his wife's cooking, so he ends up killing her and then accidentally cooking her in this industrial-sized microwave that she just installed into the house. Just accidentally. Accidentally. that's That's where he stuffed the body, and then like at night he got hungry and he opened it up thinking it was food. Ends up eating her like, oh, it's not that bad. And then so he goes and finds like other women to kill and eat. Um, Like there's literally, and I'll send it to you guys. There's literally a scene where he has a a naked woman and he's spreading like mayonnaise or butter on her and then puts like a giant slice of bread on top of her and then starts to cut her open. (laughs) 
there's better things I could be watching. There's, there's better things out there to be watching than Brady. And then, here's here's the thing. Like here's... you could be watching Venom too. Anyway, fuck you. Anyway, um, Get in line. so then the, the movie ends. The movie ends Short with one. him. The movie ends with him dying because plot twist. He has a pacemaker. And the microwave is so strong that it fries his pacemaker and kills him. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's not even it's not even like a malignant, like the pacemaker literally goes poof and explodes. That's hilarious. It's literally, it's literally he's like <laughs> like he's having a heart attack and just falls out on the floor. And like his two co-workers come in and go, Where is he? And they realize he's dead and they look in the microwave and realize. Because he's been feeding his co-workers the entire time, too. So then they realize that they're also eating human flesh. And they're like, oh, oh and like, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of, what just... is it? Cole, help me out here. Get it together. Wait, what? That reminds me, what's the episode of South Park? Uh, is it Scott Tetherman? When Cartman throws a chili cook off and he yes, feeds, yes, yes, feeds the parents yes. of them. Yes, giving that vibes. He feeds Scott his own parents. Yeah. Who, uh, yeah, who later find out? Who later find out Scott's dad is actually Cartman's real father? Really? What? No, I don't watch South Park anymore. It was in the two band episodes that you can't see anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Two hundred and two hundred one. I didn't know that. Interesting. Tonight's um, movie is going to be Nail Gun Massacre. Why a nail gun, you ask? Because it's cheaper than chainsaw. Get to things killing already. I might watch uh, Squid Game. But uh, when you start working on what to watch uh, next week, we, we, we need to step it up. We gotta, we gotta, Cole, you and I got to step it up. We got to keep up with... Uh, Tell you what we'll do. We got to keep up with Brady there's here. We're, we're putting up rookie numbers. There's one major horror movie I've never seen. And if I can find it somewhere, I'll actually watch it. Which one? And I won't do a joke like I did in the group chat the other day that Brady didn't t- take very kindly. Brady, do you know what movie I'm talking about? Oh. Nightmare on Elm Street. You've never? Oh. I thought you saw. I thought you watched no. it last year or whatever. Easy. No, no. no never seen I think it. it's. I think it's on Peacock. I think it's on the. It's cock. on Peacock. Okay. It's on, it's on the, the cock. cock. And then I might watch Friday the 13th part two because I I didn't watch that one because the first one just turned me off so bad. Like I did well, the first the first one is the I will I will tell you, yeah, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is for and also HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max as well. Okay. Um, That would be easier to do HBO Max. We have that. I will tell you Friday the 13th. um, A lot of people, especially like new people that don't know the, the, the franchise or anything like that. Do go into it. Let me let me go. She went into it thinking you were going to see Jason. No, I knew going into it that he was not the original killer. I knew. Oh yeah, because you saw Scream. Yeah, and I think even before I saw Scream, I think I knew that because I feel like that's common knowledge. That's dark. That's like Darth Vader's Luke's father. Common knowledge. That's that's no. That's well, why they spoiler. That's why they. Up, that's why they have that line in Scream because it isn't college common knowledge. That's specifically yeah. that's specifically why Ghostface says. Friday the thirteenth, yeah, and not like part whatever. That's fair. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, the casuals thing. You know what? Yeah, let's let's do Nightmare on Elm Street. I'll rewatch it because it's been a while. It's 
Not my favorite. I the don't only like Nightmare on Elm movies. Street thing I've ever seen was when I was a kid. I don't even remember what channel it was. I think it aired. I think it was on G Four for some. Uh, Freddy's Nightmares. It was like a show. Do you guys have? Yeah, access they did to like Amazon. Uh, I do. Yes. Cool. What? Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, go, on, go, on, go on, go on, go on, go on, No, uh, yeah, Fred, Freddy's Nightmare was like some weird TV series they did for a while. Uh, I know that you can really only get them on VHS if you can find them anywhere. Oh, so is it like super hard to find? Yeah, they they never like produced it to like collectors to buy it for whatever. You know what I mean? Are all the episodes like readily available, or are we talking like lost media? <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you can find them on. It's not lost media for sure. Damn it! I know. Anyway, what were you I'm working about? on a video that's 31 pieces of spooky lost media. And I need 11 more topics. So you say, what, what do you want to watch again? We're doing Friday the Third. Or no, I'm sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, I motion that we do the 2018 version of Suspiria. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'm, mm, it's on Amazon I'll Prime. Watch, is the original on Amazon Prime? Please hold. <laughs> I've seen both. Uh, no, the first one's on Tubi, though. All right, yeah, I'll watch them both because I've never seen them. Okay, I've seen I've seen both. Which Cole? If we're gonna do that, oh, Cole, you really need to watch uh, *Malignant* before it goes off of. HBO yeah, Cole, Max. you should you watch *Malignant*. It's fun. I don't it's not. It. It's not scary. It's fun. It's, it's fun. It's very campy. That's what made that movie work so well for me, I think, is the fact that it is very campy. Cole, yeah. I if you can Cole watch both Suspirias. Uh if I not, prefer I prefer, yeah, at least if not, just watch the 2018 one because I, I prefer that one. But um yeah, I think those are those are, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Movie that you should watch the Herschel Gordon Lewis classic Wizard of Gore. I was really hoping to see Psycho somewhere, but they don't have the first, like the original Psycho, anywhere that I, that I can find. Hear me out. The best, no, I'm completely joking here. The best version of Psycho is the Vince Vaughn remake. Vince Vaughn did a Psycho. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to respond to that. Uh, you know what? Just for that, let's oh, wrap this watch up. That let's, no, let's wrap this up. Cole, Brady with bad takes over here with some cold takes. Get out of here, man. Hey, I had better takes this episode. Get the hell you, out of you here. You did. You did have better takes this time. Good job. Brady. That's been your first ever Halloween horror kind of-ish movie-cation of all time. And, that, and that's the last one. We'll see you in November for Ghostbusters. We're going to try really hard to be back next week. We promise. I make no promises. So, well, we'll you know what? If we, we'll I don't, I, I have very little faith in you actually watching these scary movies. So maybe Brady yeah, and I will just Nightmare go. Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm going to watch. Yeah. I'm going I'm to make an attempt to actually watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, good. Well, no, you. We also have Halloween Kills comes out next week too. So. Oh, I will make time. <laughs> I will make time. Awesome. Well, cool. I love you guys. All right. That's been Movication. Uh, All right. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Bye. Later. <laughs>